0: what's up guys welcome to another episode of the teen christian podcast today i'm going to be talking to our rising freshman. so for those who don't know i just recently graduated high school so i'm still up to date with the high school scene and just high school in general so i'm going to try to speak out of experience and speak of how i applied these things i'm going to tell you guys to my personal high school journey so for the majority of my high school journey, I had more of a worldly experience and a more worldly perspective than a Christ-like perspective because I never felt like I could express my faith or I never felt like I should express my faith. And there's a lot of, a lot of things that came into play with that, a lot of variables that made me feel like I shouldn't do that or I wasn't worthy enough to do that or I wasn't old enough. And, and really what I struggled with was my identity, right? My, my identity in Christ. And so, I think one thing that got to me the most was being young and being uh, immature, right? Like, just thinking like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm really too young to be pursuing Christ wholeheartedly. or I feel like I'm, I'm too young to be bold with my faith. Even though I feel drawn by the Holy Spirit, I'm going to deny the Holy Spirit because I just feel young. And so, um, and I, I don't feel prepared. And so, I feel like that's just a common misconception that a lot of us in the youth have, a lot of people in high school have. And... We see here in Scripture, 1 Timothy 4.12 tells us to not let anyone despise us for our youth, but set the believers an example in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. And so with that being said, we can be that example still. We can still be that light. We can still be that vessel that God's calling us to be, no matter our age, no matter our position in school, no matter what classes we're taking, doesn't matter what it may be. You are able. You're able to be a vessel you're able and so this is just my encouragement to anyone out there who is struggling with that struggling with their identity in Christ like there's there's plenty of room for you to grow and there's plenty plenty of uh people out there that you can spread the gospel to plenty of opportunity to to be bold with your faith and so just don't take that for granted and just really take the time to reflect on the opportunities that God is giving you so after much prayer and much reflection of the opportunities that God was giving me within my senior year, I took initiative and I took action in those opportunities that God gave me. And so my senior year, I got involved with special needs kids. I got involved with people who I didn't know before to spread the gospel and to lead to Christ. And keep in mind, like I'd never done this before. So I was really just walking in faith, right? And really trusting God. And so I really felt like it was a good pivot point for me in my faith and to help me, uh, be bold and to help me step out my comfort zone to lead others and to be that leader to be that model and to just get closer to God. And so after doing this for the uh majority of the year of, or the entirety of the year from my view and just trying to to serve and trying to do what I can even though I'm I'm completely imperfect and still 100% a sinner, I I try to bring Christ to people. And so after me doing this for the the year I got an award, and this isn't to put emphasis on the award, this isn't to bring attention to me, but to bring all attention to God, bring all glory His way, and so I received an award, and it was after the entire staff had wrote uh, an essay and, and and paragraphs about why I should receive the award, and they had mentioned my actions that I had done in, in faith, and the actions that I had I'd done with the special needs kids, and spreading, spreading the gospel, and then the the whole nine yards. Right. But again, no emphasis and no glory to me, but all emphasis and all glory to God. Um, I couldn't do any of this and I couldn't have done anything that I was doing if it wasn't for God and my relationship with him. And he gave me the strength and the courage to do the actions that I've done and to lead the people that I had led. And so with that being said, God can do the same thing for you. And he will do the same thing for you if you ask and if you are open to be used by him, right? And so I just give this encouragement to everyone out there who does want to be a leader or who does just want to be a light in their community that we shouldn't be seeking a reward, but we should just be seeking Jesus. And when we see Jesus, that's how we receive our answers. And that's how we get positioned to be in the right spot, in the right place, and in the right time. So another point I want to make a point is setting boundaries and restrictions for your weaknesses. Now, what I mean by this, I can put into an example, is if you have a weakness with lust, right? But you go into the high school scene as a freshman and you get involved with a group of people who are indulging in lusts and who watch pornography, right? It's probably not going to be wise for you to be um, hanging out with those people. If that is a weakness of yours, because your weakness is always going to be everywhere you go. Anytime you talk to them, anytime you associate with them, they're going to be popping up with pornography and you're going to be there. Um, that's just one example. Another example I can think of is uh, comparison, right? Being, being uh, in comparison with other people. And that could be a real, a real weakness with people, a real weakness for people who are just trying to find their identity. Uh, freshmen, especially, you know, you're just trying to figure out things and figure out where you're going to go. And so it's very easy to go ahead and start comparing yourself to the most popular guy, the jock, the QB, the whoever it may be that you are envious of. And the reality is that you have a purpose and that you have a unique identity that God is giving you. And if you want to find your true identity, find it in God. Um, but aside from that, that could be a whole other episode, and I already have an episode on identity, so uh, go check that out if you haven't. <laughs> but um, if you have a weakness with comparison, don't follow people who are posting things that you're envious of, right? Or or don't continue to have conversations with people that you're um, so envious of and, and talking about the things that they have, their possessions that you want so bad, Right. And instead, be more grateful, find gratitude in your life for the things that God's giving you, and you will find that your life and your personal identity is way more valuable to you than anyone else's. I can remember my freshman year and just trying to figure out who I was and what I had going on, what my hobbies were, what what I even liked, really. And I could just remember just hearing other people's opinions, other people's perspectives and their conversations. And I instantly it was just like, okay, I have it all wrong and they have it all right. And that is so not the truth. Um, if you want the truth, there's scripture and there's Jesus. So he can go seek him and figure out the truth for yourself and not from people who are imperfect and don't really have uh, true wisdom. Uh, but if you find yourself in that position, like I was, where you're just searching and squandering around, looking for answers and looking for who you're supposed to be. Go go find it in Jesus. Don't find it in these other high schoolers or people who are doing the same thing that you're doing and really ultimately going to the world as the source, the true power source for who they are. It's just not the wisest decision, especially if you're a believer and you're looking to not be conformed to the world but be transformed. Um, I just really advise you to stay away from that as much as possible. The comparison, the um, identity theft and finding it in people... Uh, Trying to take someone else's lifestyle, making it your own. Uh, Just really, really build your life on the firm foundation that Christ is. And you will see um, your situation look very different than mine and find your identity in Christ. The next point I want to make is God created you and not the world. And the reason I make this point is because if you ultimately have this in your heart and, and you can reference this and remember that God knitted you in your mother's womb, of scripture tells us, then anything else the world tells you in the time of your high school journey is not going to break you. Because you know who made you. You know who brought you here. You know who's giving you purpose. It's not your friends. It's not your popularity. It's not your publicity. It's it's none of that. It's It's God and God only who is going to ultimately give you the eternal purpose that you're looking for. And so... That's just really strong encouragement for us and for all those freshmen and um, anyone who's in the high school setting to continue striving for Christ. Continue to find your identity in Christ. Right. And that you can do things because God told you to and not because the world told you to. You can follow God's steps faithfully and confident, knowing that he created you and not the world. So the last point I want to make is honor your parents and give godly submission to authorities. Now, we obviously know that scripture tells us in Ephesians 6 to honor thy father and to honor thy mother. And so right off the jump, we already know that it is God's will for us to honor our parents, right? And to submit to them. And even though their views may not be exactly like yours, or even though, you know, you may not be on the same page as them or you feel like they're dumb, whatever it may be they are your ultimate authority, right? They, they provide for you. They're always there for you. Um, and even if the relationship looks damaged or looks corrupt and I don't know anyone's situation. So, um, uh, by all means it could, it could change. It could vary. But the ultimate idea here is to give honor where honors due, no matter what. And so, Going over to the authority aspect, to like your teachers, your principal, whatever it may be, we have to make sure that we are still giving that Christ-like presentation and giving the respect that respects to do. And so you may not agree with your teacher. You may be in an argument with your teacher one day, or your teacher is doing something that you feel like is immature or dumb, whatever it may be. But we have to give that respect and give that honor for the glory of God. And so it affects your character and affects your presentation when you're in blatant disregard of their respect and blatant disregard of their authority. And so if you're a believer and, you know, your friends or the the outside outside people within your school witness to you being a believer and you give no authority, no submission and no service, no respect where it's due, they're going to they're going to. See that in Christ, because you're their only view to God. Without the Bible, without church, without anything else, so you're their view. You're their one-way view. And so I know that sounds like a lot of pressure, and it sounds like a, a big role, and it is a big role. It's a role that we should be encouraged by, and a role that you know is part of being a believer. It's a role that, that God calls us to, right? Um, to to make disciples. And so you want to make sure that you have a good witness and you have good witnesses to your faith. And so give the authority where it's due, give the submission where it's due, give the respect where it's due. And you're going to see everything change and everything's going to be just fine.